Welcome to the Are Your Hands Full podcast, a step-by-step parenting podcast for your Jewish family. My name is Dr. S. Yaroslavitz, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Let's talk about Purim in and of itself as a day. Purim in and of itself of a day as a day is supposed to be a very happy day. I'm going to talk about the manifestation of happiness, side what our children eat and drink, what they ingest, what they take in. Because the moods of people has very much to do with what they eat and what they ingest. And I'm going to spend a little bit of time focusing specifically on that. Particularly the little children, let's talk about that. And we have an issue with sugar. And there's a huge amount of sugar rolling in and out in the day. Baruch Hashem, the world has gotten to the point where we're much more aware of the damage and the poison and the mood swings and the behavior problems that go on with children as a result of sugar. And we talk about the fact that blood sugar levels go up and down and fluctuate. And together with the fluctuation comes their moods and comes everything else that goes with it. And if we're not equipped with our parenting techniques in place and we don't know what to do, then they, these can result in fiascos. I'm going to suggest, and I don't know how applicable this is, each family has its own way of doing things, and I'm not going to get involved with that, obviously, but I will suggest that most children are aware at this point of how dangerous too much sugar is over the course of the day and how important it is to want to enjoy the day. Most children who end up weepy and cranky at the end of the day, it's usually because of sugar. It's only one day. Kids don't get so weepy and cranky in one day. It's one thing if you want to talk to me after a three-day yontif, and we'll do that in Mirza Hashem when we get to Pesach, although this year won't be a three-day yontif, but it's a two-day yontif. Certainly, certainly, after one day, if not for the fact that there's so much ingestion of direct processed sugar, if there's so much ingestion of direct processed sugar, obviously moods are going to fly. So what we try to do is we try to get kids to collect their nash, collect it collected, let them have one thing an hour, explain to them the importance that the body can't handle so much at once, sit them down beforehand and talk to them, reassure them that the nash is theirs. Children do very well with collecting and give each one a bag or a fancy little satchel, doesn't have to be fancy, but a cute little satchel, put their name on it, make them feel important and tell them to collect throughout the day. At the end of the day or at the, in the next day, it's so much fun to go through it all and generally then, children at that point see how much they have and end up picking the favorite things and end up getting rid of the rest of the junk. Um, talk about it with them. See what you can do. Don't take it away from them. Don't tell them they can't have it. But teach them saving patterns. Teach them to put away for later. Some parents have the idea of paying each child a nickel for each item they relinquish, never on the day, never on Purim itself. On Purim itself, let them have their bag and hold on to all of it. Let them feel that they have, let them feel that it's theirs. Later on, a day or two later, when it loses its whole excitement, you might want to make an exchange and end up giving a child a couple of dollars for not eating that junk. Believe me, it's worth it. Um, And they can get a toy instead. Generally speaking, sugar on the day, unlimited amounts of sugar on the day, cause children to really lose their behaviors and lose the enjoyment of the day. And that's something that I would spend a little time on. That's on a not-so-serious note. Now let's get to our older children. And we have to address the alcohol consumption on a little bit more of a serious note. Now, obviously, there's a chazal, chayev adam lebetsume, adelo yada. Yes, we know this, and no one's getting in the way of it. 
we know what's supposed to happen, and we know what we've been doing on all our Purims for years and years and years and years and years, but Messiah, and it's definitely something we know about. We also know that we are living in a country where the legal drinking age is 21, and there's a reason for that. The reason for that is that an adolescent body processes alcohol differently than an adult body. I repeat, an adolescent body processes alcohol differently than an adult body, and that's why there's a cutoff age of 21. Therefore, we, the purpose of my agenda of speaking about this is purely from a safety perspective, purely to help parents understand that they do have an achrais in their children's safety. It's not enough to say to me, for these two days of a year, this child doesn't belong to me. Whatever he does, he does. I don't have control anyway, which I understand that you don't. But there are certain educational pieces that definitely can be given over to a child so at least they know certain things. Um, there's nothing that works better for an adolescent than knowing that mommy cares and mommy knows and mommy's educated and mommy researched and mommy tries to find things out and Tati, by the way, and communicates with me in a calm fashion and gives me over facts. A teacher, uh, uh, an adolescent will feel secure knowing that a parent wants to teach them, knowing that a parent wants to communicate with them, knowing that a parent has education. So there's nothing wrong with gathering information and giving it over to a child. One of the things that I'm going to stress, and, and, and I think it's important, the Chazal speaks about yayin and yayin only. Yayin, wine, and yayin only. Not schnapps, not beer, not mixtures. Yayin and yayin only. Huge difference, the difference between life and death. Okay, so I think it's important to remember, <coughs> and I'm quoting Rabbanim that I spoke to, schnapps is pure amaratis, it has nothing to do with the Chazal. The Chazal is yayin only. We also know that in safety, from a safety perspective, anybody who knows anything about alcohol, wine mixed with schnapps can be lethal, can be fatal. Wine mixed with beer can be lethal, can be fatal. Wine and schnapps and beer on a child who's on any type of medication. And today we have more and more and more children who are on medications for ADHD and the like. Any of that can cause chastashom. Terrible, terrible destruction. What type of destruction? What's it called? It even has a name. It's called alcohol poisoning. Alcohol poisoning is a fatal result of drinking excessive amounts of alcohol in a short time. I'm going to repeat the phrase. Alcohol poisoning is a fatal result of drinking excessive amounts of alcohol in a short period of time. So the issue is, is not so much the alcohol in and of itself, and certainly the chazal is the chazal, and we can all interpret it any which way we decide we want to interpret it. There's the Ramah and there's many, many others who interpret it as simply drinking a little bit more, drinking a Revius, going to sleep. Um, there are all types of interpretations, um, certainly not to get drunk on schnapps. That doesn't fall in. And one of the things that happens as a fatal result of drinking excessive amounts of alcohol in a short period of time is that this alcohol in a short period of time slows down the body functions, particularly the breathing, the heart, and the gag reflex. The gag reflex is the reflex at the, at the back of the throat that doesn't allow foreign objects, doesn't allow foreign objects down the throat without um, the gag reflex which holds us together. In other words, the gag reflex prevents choking. Oftentimes, unfortunately, we get a choking, a death by choking, simply because the gag reflex was slowed down. So I'm not even talking about, obviously, cars and car keys and complete hefkeris and not knowing where they are. Um, these are things where you can sit down your bacher and say, let's make a plan. Let's make a plan. We love you dearly. We love you to pieces. We want you to live. We want you to stay healthy. Let's make a plan. How can we do this safely? And there are ways. There are designated drivers. Designated driver means a sober person who gets hired 
to, to do the driving, there's keeping car keys hidden and away from Bachram and children, there's discussions of mixtures, discussions of percentages, I'm not getting involved with that, but definitely somebody somewhere needs to take achrayas for these children. No one's saying you're in total control, but you're not just a ben chayrin that you could just walk away from the parsha and say, ich weiß nicht, I don't know. Ich mach nicht wissen dich. You do know. You do know. And you do know there are certain dangers. And as important as chayev adam lubasume bepurya is, it's also important to keep our children safe. Remember, this is a yantif of simcha, not a yantif of hailulus. This is a yantif of simcha, not a yantif of hailulus. That means simcha has to come from within. It has to come from a good place. It's not a yantif where it's an excuse to do everything that we're not allowed to do all year, all of a sudden we're allowed to do. That is not the point of Purim. That is not why the Rabbi Shalom created this beautiful nace for us. So for all of us here, the most important thing is to keep our children safe, to help them understand that we are there for them, that we worry about them, that we love them, that we care about them. And to help them understand that every aspect of Yiddishkeit that, war, that engages itself in our homes is one of pleasure, is one of avoida, is one of something that we're doing only for the Rabbanu Shalom and not for ourselves and not for our own egos. And if you don't attack the Yantif from your ego perspective, your pressure will be minimized dramatically. Wishing you all a Freilichen, Freilichen, Purim, and thank you. Thanks for listening to my podcast. My name is Dr. S. Yaroslavitz, and I am the director of Handsful, which is committed to the provision of community education in the area of behavior management and cognitive development of children. Send me your parenting questions by going to my website at handsfullchenuch.com or by WhatsApping me at 718-714-8595. I look forward to hearing from you, and remember... No matter how impossible things may seem, the earth will continue rotating on its axis.